Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I present this podcast with my dear mother, Lenny. Hi. We're six series in and the relationship is stronger than ever, I'd say, Mum. I think so. (laughs) Uh, We cook for a guest and we ask kind of food memories and it can go everywhere and anywhere, the conversation. So um, tonight we have Roisin Murphy. Now, I'm not going to lie, this intro was recorded after this guest arrived because she arrived an hour early. Wow. Were you ready? Was I ready? I was feeding my daughter food and still preparing the food that she was going to eat and hadn't had a shower for the day. So, wow, this is not how I wanted to meet one of my style icons in Adidas running shoes and leggings. But Do you think she minded? I just wonder whether she would have been more impressed with the outfit that I thought I was I going to she put was on. a health visitor when I walked in. <laughs> she had the baby and was looking kind of in charge. I did. She says, hello. And I said, oh, hi. <laughs> didn't you think? I thought, why would I know? It was... I didn't know what she looked like. <laughs> and she wasn't singing Bring It Back. Well, Mum, do you think our, intro, our, our guests, <laughs> do you think when Ed Sheeran was on, he was going, love with the shape of you. No, no, no. But that's how I would have identified so her. So she had to say, I thought she was the health visitor. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Note to okay. Roisin, when you go to a stranger's house, you have to come in uh, singing the Maloko song, the remix. I have been excited about this guest for a very long time. She's one of kind of an icon, I think, to me, with style and music and sound. Just everything about her is so exciting as a woman in music. And she is inspiring. She does everything herself. And I think has kind of has been way ahead of her time for years. Um, so it is with great pleasure that we have managed to get Roisin Murphy on this podcast. Unfortunately, the way I met her didn't really go quite to plan, as you'll hear. Mum, what have we got on the menu tonight? Tagliata, which is basically... Say it again. Tagliata. Tagliata. <laughs> Ciabatta. Ciabatta. No, tagliata. Parmigiano. It's just really steak, but, but chopped, served in strips. And you just serve it with kind of lemon and garlic and rosemary. And you let it sit for a bit and the juices yeah. come out. Yeah. And it's quick. It's quick. I think, um, yeah, it's really tasty. It's an easy midweek yeah. showstopper. Yeah, I think it is. And then I've done it with my mate Nick's recipe for chips. Now, what's special about Nick's He says chips? it's really important to use cypress potatoes, which are a very thin um, skin. such a boy thing to do. Why? I think it is a boy thing to do. Say, it? it's all about the potato. He swears by them. And also, it's season six. I'm running out of ideas. Which, yeah, I know. So it's hard. I, so when I. can we start regurgitating? Oh, God, that sounds terrible for a food <laughs> program. <laughs> so we've decided, we're six series in, and we know we've got a community of people that listen to this regularly, and we appreciate it so much. So we've decided to kind of open the gates to you, 
and all your opinions because we get so many people asking us for the recipes or telling us that we should try things this way. So we want to kind of get to know you a bit better. And so we've decided to open up the email. So if you'd like to email us any food recommendations, restaurant recommendations, uh, what are they called? Life hacks. That's what people say. What's life hacks? Oh, mum. What is this now? I've just learnt podcast. <laughs> Christ, what's a life hack? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you're going to find out. Life hacks. Please send my mum some life hacks now. But, um, what's a life so hacks? So the email that we would love you to write into, if you have a recipe you'd like us to try, or a restaurant you implore us to go to, or just a little life hack uh, trick up your sleeve that you like to do with your lasagna or your way you bake your potato our email that we would love you to email into is hello at tablemannerspodcast.com we'd love to hear from you and kind of include you into the podcast a little bit we'll say hello to those who say hello to us yeah we'll kind of try and include you within these podcasts great and maybe still some recipes fantastic be interesting to see if our crowd are actual foodies that can cook yeah they just like to eat out yeah Roisin Murphy coming up you are in for a belter an absolute treat I've Uh, had to defend you tonight (laughs) first time ever yeah Roisin this is such a pleasure to have you because I've been a fan of you for ages and so many of my friends are so jealous that they're not here right now you're kind of an icon in so many different worlds and like kind of just I I think that yeah this is a real real pleasure so thank you thank you how long have you been doing this for I've been doing it for nearly well I guess coming up for the 25 year and how does it feel now compared to 25 years ago uh, just when well, did you tell people what I do because some people I do everything I do yeah all well, the mu- well I'm a musician and first and yeah. it starts with music what do you play me voice oh so, you right, right. I don't you play anything music no I can't you... I can't read music but I'm really produce... involved in the kind of production side of it and now I'm involved in every single bloody part of it so well how has that um, happened because sorry to interject and tell me what is right and what's wrong. So Maloko was yeah. the band yeah. that started your career. Was that mm-hmm. kind of you? Yeah. And Joined Maloko was 19. Well, I mean, we started Maloko when I was 19. Right. Got a record deal at, yeah. that, at that point. Yeah. And based on just being daft, really, and not singing or anything. I wasn't a singer. I was saying stuff like, do you like my tight sweater? And... You know, pretending to be a valley girl and acting and just chatting on Where were tracks. you? Where was this? Where did it start? Sheffield. In, in Sheffield. Okay. Yeah. Why Sheffield? And you from Ireland? Well, I moved to Manchester, Manchester first. Oh. As a 12-year-old with my family. And you still got the accent? Yeah. I mean, I think when I lived in the north, I, I had more of a northern accent. But coming to London, I'm just surrounded by people of all kinds and all different accents all the time. And there isn't really a sort of prevailing I do pick up, I do really pick up accents. That's apparently, uh, means you're a very empathetic person. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I'm sure that's, I'm <laughs> so sure that's the case. you when you're which part of Manchester? We moved to Stockport when I was 12. As a, okay. This was as a family. And then um, my family kind of, well, they, my family, mum and dad broke up when I was 15. And they all went different ways. And I stayed in Manchester at that point. 
In Stockport. In Stockport, yeah. You know, in The Guardian today, it's the highest place for depression. What? Stockport? That's terrible. That's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Most places in Manchester. In the UK. In the UK. They did the top 10 for depression, I think. And Manchester. Stockport was at the top. Middleton and Rochdale were there as well. Lots of northern places. Did you enjoy I being think in Stockport? Did you enjoy being in Stockport? Stockport? Oh, I had a lovely time. Nice. I really did. No, for me, it was it was just ideal to sort of leave a small town at that at that point and go to a city. It was just the perfect thing for me. It wasn't the perfect thing, obviously. Three years later, from the rest of the family, it put a lot of pressure on the family and everything else. So. I loved it. I loved it because I was obsessed with music and, and at that time I was going That's out fantastic. to see bands and starting to kind of So was it the Hacienda? Go to clubs. Yeah. Yeah, Hacienda time. Yeah. So So where did you move from? From a little town south of Dublin in County Wicklow. The town's called Arklow. Arklow. Growing up, you so you were going clubbing, but then... You know, I've read lots of your reference, like your kind of inspirations, or maybe this is just kind of them throwing them out there, like Sonic Youth and the Pixies and stuff. Well, that's, yeah, the Sonic Youth comes from the fact that really I changed everything after I'd see Sonic Youth live in Manchester. I was 14, I got a ticket off the tout outside, went in, sat on the side of the stage, watched as they just threw Kim Gordon off the stage over and over again into the audience and... They let me sit on the side of the stage because it was an evil, like, mosh pit, you know, and something I'd never seen before, an energy I'd never felt before. And I would come home the next day and went to the record exchange and changed all my U2 records, <laughs> sold them all, and then bought the Sonic Youth records. And that was it. Then I was obsessed with music of that kind for, you know, really, that was the main thing that I was into and Jesus what and Mary say- Chain and things what like that. What did Sonic Youth sing, then? Well, they sang nothing Stuff. very, nothing that you but would I'd probably know. know. No, no, probably I know not. your song. Yeah, no, I'd be a bit, even I'd be a bit popular than okay. Sonic so, so, Youth. So, uh, <laughs> but they. Was it dance music? No, no. no. All what this was, was like then? horrible music your mum doesn't like. So okay. Probably it's slightly being a mum. Punky. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and I don't want to say emo, but there's like. No wave is what it's no called, wave, actually. Yeah. No wave. As opposed to new wave. But it's not like I was only into no wave or, you know, no. in New well, when York. When did you stuff. start clubbing? 16. I okay. guess started to really start clubbing. And went to every kind of conceivable club. And they just had every club you could want in Manchester. They had clubs that was only reggae. They had clubs that was only R&B, hip hop. Then, of course, the Acid House came in. and yeah. Did you enjoy that too? Loved it, yeah. yeah. It was, I mean... Yeah, I, I think that I wanted to know because obviously your well your music is the production is insane and your mm. voice sounds amazing mm. and the pup the the past project like these collection of EPs almost like were they album the, no, no they yeah, were EPs, collection yeah. Of EPs. And well, they were, it's a collection of singles I yeah, guess sing- it was yeah, A and B but there was kind of know. like four of them right yeah yeah, yeah. and um, to be played in the clubs right. Yeah, you, or it's your very producer much, tested them out in only, the club. Oh, yeah, he only tested them in clubs. If I said I didn't like something, he said, well, I played it in the club, it works, so that's that. That's the best compliment and, in the world, <laughs> isn't it? You're kind of, you can't fuck with that, really. Well, if that's, if that's what we're trying to achieve, then I thought, okay, I won't make it into an album because I don't sort of really see... 
unless I can fiddle with it a little bit more than that, I can't make a, a Roisin Murphy album. And mm. then, then I thought, well, fine, then I'll just take it for what it is and I'll release them in 12-inch packages. That's quite fun, just though, right? just put it straight to, to, to that area, you know. But back to you doing everything. Yeah. You're independent. Yeah, independent meaning I'll take, I'll pitch me wagon as a, as a go along, yeah. But, like, you are very involved you're a producer you're a writer you're a musician you're a director you direct all your music videos, your current music yes, videos yeah direct, direct and didn't videos. you do a fat white um family yes fat white, yeah and it's kind of like you're, you're everything and it must be exhausting it, it is but that's kind of how you have to be right it's exhausting dealing with creative people that are doing stuff for you that you don't like as well i mean that's very exhausting <laughs> or that you feel you know you can change or tweak or whatever sometimes it can be very difficult just dealing with other egos you mm. know and when the budgets aren't huge and you know it's can be that can be stressful so it takes a certain kind of stress away to be suddenly making all the decisions creatively but going back like 25 years where the budgets would have been pretty huge right yeah there's a good loads of money around stupid money around at that time why is it different now don't know <laughs> don't <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're all making they demand more of you now than they did no before, they did their best year ever in the music industry last year really yeah you know they've worked out a lot of stuff in the last few years so it is a very healthy industry financially now whereas it did look a bit iffy for a few years but do you feel do you feel freer now were you were you told what to do ever? Never. i can't i can't imagine that you were actually god no i mean I don't know whether I've always been a bit intimidating, bearing in mind that I lived alone. You know, I got my own flat when I was just turning 16. So by the time I got to London at 19 and was signing a deal, I obviously had a little bit of sense of myself already mm. at that point. You're very independent of you. That's you're kind of that on my my gravestone. That if she <laughs> was independent. <laughs> but, but so your family moved away. From Stockport. They you did. stayed in Stockport. Was there anybody there? That friends, you, friends. Just friends. I did have some family knocking around, but it was not really but about where did family. you live? Did you stay in the house that they'd rented or bought? No, I, I, I stayed with a friend to start with and his mum uh, until I was able to go into my own flat. flat. And a lovely little flat, lovely and place. And where were your mum and dad? Your parents my mum went had back they to sp- Ireland oh, and my right. dad went off about his business for a bit. But... Um, they're real characters, my parents. Are they? Like amazing people. And Is your mum still around? My mum's around, my dad's around, yeah. Where? She lives in Ireland, yeah. Back where she started? Yes, yeah, back, back in Ireland. And what was growing up, like, because this is about food, kind of. Yeah. What was on the dinner table? And who did the cooking? I love Irish. Well, I mean, I kind of remember bad foods coming into our world you know I remember the first time I saw you know frozen pizza the first time I saw alpha bites all those kind of things that you love when you're a kid that you get out of the supermarket and what have you but my mother always did a dinner dinner that's what she calls it a real dinner dinner you know we With were well fed and we were meat and vegetables yeah. yes yeah we were very well fed kids I think did you like her food yeah she's a very good cook she's skillful tender kind of cook yeah what was yeah yeah, her best dish best dishes for me personally I love the stew Irish stew 
does does it for me. I also love the Irish of the Irish dishes of bacon and cabbage. <gasps> I, I love bacon, bacon, and bacon and cabbage. Oh, oh yes. simply lovely. Oh. God, yeah, they gorgeous. have it everywhere, don't they? It's not just well. It has to be done right. Yeah, you know? I know. It really does. I have. I ordered it in a, a pub in Cricklewood not long ago, and I was like, it was "What is shite. this?" Yeah. Like, how how do you do it right? What's the secret? Long time boiling. Oh, washing it is where you have to wash the salt off it. So there's a certain way of washing it. You have to wash it over and over again before you actually cook it, and then. It, Boils a long, long time. It's a big, massive lump. And then the cabbage has to be boiled in on top of the actual dish. And you kind of shred so it. So you cook it, you cook it with the, on top of the dish. Yeah. The juices and everything go into the cabbage. And then the ideal potato with it is a very floury potato. You know, we have a great Newcastle Queens, yeah, Newcastle great Queens, fabulous potato. You can't get it here. It's like just explodes, you know, mm. it's powdery almost. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Do you make this? No, my Auntie Linda's the one for that. But your um, partner is Italian. He is. And he does the cooking. He's the man for the cooking. How yeah. lucky are you? I know. <laughs> you really lucked <laughs> out. Oh, the butter. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> What's his He's dish? from Milan, right? So, oh. you know, a lot of sort of kind of what you would think of as Italian cooking is not what he does, you know. He doesn't do... I mean, they use a lot of butter, for example, right. in northern Italy. Um, and, oh, he does um, cotoletta milanese, which is like a very flattened... Um, like a schnitzel. Like schnitzel. Like veal, veal schnitzel, veal yeah. But yeah. nicer than schnitzel, I think. When so it's what done does he right. do with his um the, the breadcrumbs like the topping? Well, he buys the breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah, and um, he, it's really about how long he beats his meat, if you oh. know what I mean. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that's what she said. He's <laughs> <laughs> a lovely big Italian yeah. man. He can often be found beating his meat <laughs> in my kitchen. An Italian beating him his <laughs> oh, meat. Oh, he's a lovely big fella as well. He's over six foot tall. And does he is he a musician? He yeah he's a, well he's a I met him in the studio as a producer. Yeah. Oh, he's a producer. Have you ever worked together? That's how I met him, yeah. Work, oh, working nice, with okay. Him. So yeah. it wasn't in a separate studio and you no, kind of no. were making tea in the <laughs> canteen. Uh, yeah, I had no idea, but apparently he had fallen in love with me. When I left the studio, he says to everyone, I want to marry her, I want to marry her. How said, We got to send her some flowers and all this. Oh, how, how long ago no was idea. that? That's coming up eight years, I think. He now, sent yeah. you flowers? No, they wouldn't let him send me flowers. They said he, be, he looked like an idiot. Oh. So anyway, I saw him a couple of weeks later and I was feeling fairly frisky. <laughs> <laughs> I had been very did focused. You when I you had saw been him? very focused in the studio and he's quite <clears throat> shy. So he was but sitting in the corner. Did you fancy him when you saw him? That's did you saw him standing up. Right. He was six foot two. I was like, no, I've oh. not seen him even standing up, you know. Ciao, Bella. Oh, exactly. Bella. 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 Oh, absolutely. But oh, uh, did, did the song turn out well? Beautiful song, yeah. It Did it lovely. make it onto any of the records? Yeah, no, onto their record. It's oh, uh, Lucasi okay. and Brigante. That's the name of the dude's two guys. And what kind of music is it? Uh, to say, well, it's was ha- it's house the track, I guess, but it's kind of a Balearic house. Great. Mm-hmm. So would that be your first dance if you're ever going to get married? You're not going to get married. I wouldn't get married. The man, even if he was dipped in gold, I wouldn't marry Why? him. Why? 
No way. Just sign a piece of paper. Say, you oh, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm yours. Take me. You know, like it's like a contract. Well, do I need to have a contract with him? Would for? you have a good party? I'm though, a bit to adverse to contracts of any kind. <laughs> that's honest. why you do everything yourself. <laughs> don't like them. <laughs> So, but um, is that because you've had a bad contract? Some a situation with a no, bad contract. I've never been married, and I, I don't think I'll ever get married. I mean, I, I, my parents were, um, you know, there was there was stunningly beautiful. They had everything going for them. They were really funny. They were just very. As a child looking up at them, they were like I was really in love with my parents, you know, and they split up terribly. So, my mother has always said ever since, you know. Once you get the ring on your finger, that's when it all goes downhill. You know, and I just was like... Looks okay. at my ring. <laughs> Cries. Um, and also, I don't really want to be joined together in the eyes of the Lord. Are you not, you're not religious? No. And we were, like, oh, oh, pretty much brought up to go the other way. Really? really? Are you yeah. fa- your family aren't believers? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, I used to go so to a very Catholic school. So how a brother who's school. a priest or anything? Not at all be joking I used to go to Catholic school obviously there wasn't any other option in Ireland you just went to Catholic school then anyway and um, teachers one of the teachers used to come around every Monday and she'd say right everyone put their hands up who was in who was in mass yesterday and I would always of course put my hand up and she'd go Roshi Murphy what was what was the sermon about then and I'd go uh, sorry, I wasn't actually there, you know. Oh, <laughs> and then I'd get in trouble. I'd say to her, but my parents don't go to church. It doesn't matter. You're still in trouble. We expect every child that was goes to this nun? school to go. No. It was a normal They were person. a very sort of um, Gael talk school. It was very into Irish games and Irish language and, and all uh, this, okay. actually. They were more that way than they were kind of religious, actually. Can you speak actually. Gaelic? No. No, that's another thing I let them all down with, so dyslexic I was hugely dyslexic in school my, ch- my daughter's dyslexic as well it's and hard it's tricky yeah so many creators are dyslexic aren't they oh yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm actually really hungry and so is Roshi Ro- I'm going to put the I'm going to put the chips on have you not Ro- put the chips in yet Jesus are you mad you, I, I saw that in a, it was actually probably the same interview that you said about your husband. Um, I mean, no, you'll be a partner, sorry, sorry. About when you played in a gay club. Well, it wasn't a gay club, but when you realised you had a massive gay following, you felt like you'd kind of arrived home. Yeah, this change in the Parisian crowd, really. So why was were the you one in that... Paris a lot? Were you just like, was it like, were you really, were Maloko really trendy, kind of, and you had loads of head nodding, kind of pitchfork listening? Well, that's it, you know, we did people. have that kind of, that 90s we started in the 90s things were you know actually quite serious in the 90s even though you know people had a lot of fun and all that but people were very sort of like it was all well there was the grunge in the 90s and then there was like the yeah come from musical background Sheffield but there was all that kind of warp thing in the electronic music Mm. and then there was trip hop, which was also quite serious, really, in the main. And we were supposed to fit into that world, the trip hop world, when we came out. And it just meant like loads of lads with sort of baggy trousers, and maybe they skated down there on their skateboard and stuff like that. Their head nodding, and I was a freak of a performer. When did you move to Sheffield then? Moved to Sheffield when I was 
think 17 or 18, you 18. You deserted the red rose for the white rose. I did. Well, gee, it was some, it was, it was a great move for me as well. I was lucky with the places I, grew, I did went to. Did you meet to. Richard Hawley? Yeah, yeah, Richard we'd see all the time. Most of my friends that I've told of you're here, um, my gay friends who are kind of, I, I just remember that, like, it, yeah, they, they adore you, amongst other people as well. well the, the, I went, did this gig in Paris, most of the gigs in Paris were the worst kind of like head nodders. Yeah. Honestly, up to a certain point. So and then nodders. some point it's kind of when I went like, solo, oh, yeah, they don't let rip. They don't okay. lose control. Yeah, no, it's don't. a bit boring. It's, con- yeah. it's very contained. Take themselves a bit Shy seriously. boys, basically. Shy lads. Oh, really? Aye. Bless them. But yeah, but it doesn't make a good gig vibe, does it? No. And then one time I just turned up and it was wall-to-wall, solid, just lads with their tops off, hanging out of the <laughs> ceiling, screaming, oh, Rosie! And like, oh, what's she wearing now? And all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, your outfits are, you are so stylish, it's insane. I'm did, real scruffy today. Design? I don't You can't be as scruffy as me. I've literally been trying yeah. to get We're rid of... We're as scruffy as each other, okay, come well, on. Okay, well, don't know. I was about to have a shower, and I didn't even do a shower, so I'm <laughs> well, really sorry. You haven't had a shower all day. I don't believe... to do it to... I don't. I was actually going to make a real effort for Roshan because I know how stylish she is. And now I'm in my. I don't believe in showers every day. Anyway, myself personally. Okay, perfect. I'm telling you, it washes away the natural oils out of your skin. You want to stay young. You do look young. Don't bath yourself. Yes, she is young. Okay, well, I'm really glad that I think. And your hair's beautiful. It's a lovely cut. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Thanks. No, oh, I'm glad you got the, your mummy. She's making me feel fat. Right. Um, but with the with the clothes, because there's quite. I mean, they're outfits. They're outfits. And what do you wear? Costumes? Are they costumes? Like they're just the making ball. Great. I mean, oh my god! Did you see that last Jesus. night? It Lord camp- of mercy! Naked but they really gold. went to town in on I, the, the costumes. Clothes, if I'm honest, but I did them. I did this Met thing a few years you? ago. Who invited you? Which Marnie? I went for, oh. as a guest of Marnie. Oh, yeah, nice bit of nice on, bit what of schmatter. What what kind? Well, I wore nice bit of schmatter. No, I had. Um, what was the thing? What what what? I can't remember what the bloody theme was. I'll tell you what's interesting, but. No, it's not even... But the thing, what happened there was I didn't even do the red carpet. I, they put me with the guy who's the son of the guy who owns Diesel because they own Marnie, like they own lots oh, and lots of things. They? So I went with this really super nice Italian guy, very, very shy. And we arrived at the red carpet and there is a queue a mile long. And it's not an ordinary queue. It's a queue of Beyonce and, and, and Rihanna and, and, and all these people queuing. Q wing. Oh. Even Beyonce and Yes, Miana. they queue around the corner. You can't see it oh, when you see the saying, pictures and everything. You, know you don't see the queue. This oh, queue is insane. Oh my God. This queue so is who were you behind? Insane. Oh, I don't know. I think I could see Beyonce from where, where oh I was. And I just thought it's taken an hour for people to get to actually be on the red carpet. And I just thought, I just felt embarrassed. I just felt like, what? Do you get anything There's a tweet? point in me doing this. This is ridiculous. Why? You're, you're stuck. And, and the guy was like, well, yeah, but nobody, do you know what I mean? Cause you, you're I'm, walking, I'm, I'm you kind of apologise to the paparazzi. I'm sandwiched between like the most famous people in the world, you know, waiting for an hour, these people as well. Hour? To get on the Do they carpet. bring you a drink and a snack? Like no, they do when you're waiting no, for the turkey They don't, they don't. And anyway, Outside none of them people eat no snacks, let me tell you. So... Yeah, I just said to your man, 
he looked absolutely horrified to be even standing there as well. Really, really shy. So I just a like, small talk. Let's just let's been. just go go straight in, you know. And we went. Can straight you in. go straight? But didn't in. He, yeah, we went round. But then you missed a red carpet. And then didn't they want the photo of you? But in apparently, the it wasn't. Didn't go down very well. This thing. I looked like I'd snubbed it or whatever. So oh, oh holy bloody God. hell! Who organised this? The it? thing is, you, we went inside. The, all these people would wait for an hour to have the photograph taken. An hour. Have your photograph taken. These people, big famous people. I was when they got in there, they went straight to the bathroom. All these people to take pictures of themselves in the bathroom. Oh my god! (laughs) I took this amazing picture of myself of me behind all these like everyone like Puff Daddy and all these famous people. Just all taking pictures of themselves in the mirrors. So So did you enjoy the evening? Do they give you food, Rishi? Yeah, yeah, we had a dinner. We had a dinner. Um, but no one can eat because they've got those two things. On. It's not about enjoyment, those things. It's They're a... about that moment where you get your photograph taken, and you where you get fu- the... you fucked And up. I just totally lost the moment. So, uh, But I got a chance to bring my father to New York, and he had never oh, been to New York before, nice. so that really was brilliant. So thank you, Marnie, for that. <laughs> What's your relationship like with social media? Because obviously it wasn't there when you started, mm. but it's kind of, it's a requirement now yeah. to, and and there's a, I mean, for me, I think there's like a beauty in it that you can be so connected with your fans, but also it's like, I don't know, it can be a blessing and a curse. I like, I very much enjoy Instagram. Do you? I, yeah, because I'm really visual. So okay. I also really like just going through it. You don't go, I do you get into those holes where you're like, I oh my go, God. I can do, yeah, I can get into holes. Where do you find yourself at the end of the hole? Well, you know, say for example, the other day I was just like, found this French painter who painted sort of Regency sort of era silk dresses like wow. to the point of like, where you just felt like you could reach out and like, mm eat the silk dresses they're so real and beautiful and um got really into that you know it can just lead me all sorts of different places yours isn't like i wonder what this person's doing now and like people it's more for you you use it as a visual to you don't get sucked into mumfluencers and uh oh god no 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 and there's there's all sorts of people on instagram that i absolutely love i mean there's a friend of mine called luke um unabomber who's in manchester actually and he does these incredible posts where he just talks into the camera and it's just amazing. And the other day I found, well, I've been following this guy, Johnny Smith, I think it is. And he, What's he he's, he's like this lip syncer, but he lip syncs bits out of movies. And he, it's just incredible. <laughs> like, this is an Instagram hole, incredible right? Okay, what he does. It's like, it's not a song he's <laughs> lip syncing. Well, it's just kind of like you get lost in the rabbit hole of Instagram. Uh, <laughs> you kind of go from one person, then you go. But Instagram's the thing. The, 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 the Sussexes announced the baby on it. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I like that. It, yeah, I thought that. And that was the Oh, first... I think that's a disgrace. <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. I'm careless. And they'll put the, they, they reckon they'll put the first pictures up on Instagram because then they're, they're in control. They're rebels. Yeah, yeah. And then no one, they're not paying, no one's being mm. paid and it's not in the papers. I mean, I like your Twitter that like you'll tweet Pete Tong and I'm sure he's your friend or maybe not, but you'll play, say, play my fucking record. <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> that was a it. repeat of something I said to him in the real world. Oh, really? Yeah, so, 
How late? There was just something I shouted at him years ago in Ibiza, to be honest. And I think he'd never forgot because he said it to someone just previous to when I actually text that. He said, remember when she told me to play my fucking... Did he, did he play your fucking record? Yeah, he had to. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was there like that. Do you know him? Now he yeah. does. Well, yeah. I love Not that. super well. Still a bit chancy saying something like that. No, too. but I like it. It's gumption. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you would play your record because you'd be petrified not to. Yes, so. definitely. If I'm standing there in your face, yeah, you would definitely <laughs> be playing my record. So that was the, that was the same day that um, we went to another club after that. And I was so many sheets to the wind. I see someone like a grandparent, granddad with a baby that age. And I was like, look at the beautiful baby, look at the beautiful baby. And I took the baby off him and got on a table and started dancing with the baby. I mean, <laughs> a mad woman. And that was my the friends end of the story. were all around going, give the please, baby Roshin, back. Just step down, step down with the baby. Please get get off the table. <laughs> oh my God. This is this is what happened in Ibiza in the sort of I 2000. Think? Where are some of the spots? Did you uh, was Fish Shack around when you were in Ibiza? Yeah, yeah. Did you, oh, sorry, sorry. Lovely place, yeah. Um, where were the food spots that you liked to eat? Oh, oh God, you're asking me these questions. Was food I'm not, not really the, the most the important? What's I the don't name think Roisin's a foodie. Do I am. Do you oh, are. Yeah. Okay. okay, come on then. Where? Where? Do I you just like... have no memory. This is the problem. <laughs> I have zero memory. But you know, Macau. Oh, I love Macau. Is the place. I don't know if it's so good as it used to be. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't know. I know it from a few years back, so. But it was, Santa it was originally, you know, it's Santa Gratudis and it's in a lovely spot actually mm. just there. And it was, and it's love. And I've had many a good meal there. And I've had many a good meal when it was in the port in, oh, in Ibiza town as well. Um, so that's very nice. And I, there's some great sort of beach places as well. Very fresh fish and so on. I, what, are you, what are you cooking there? Oh, it's just chips. Roisin, oh Have my... you just done chips for me? Do all that fancy no, stuff no, with other no, people? Do you think are. I'm some kind of Irish traveller or something? Let, let me, please let... chips and eggs. So, no, basically, I've done <laughs> chips because my mate Nick, who's one of the best cooks... They're not even I... fried chips. You've got the chips in the oven. Oh, I'm so sorry. Would you have liked them there. fried? <laughs> Fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so what we're having, if you would uh, let me finish. Sorry. Thanks, Roisin. Uh, well, he pro- I'm a bit embarrassed now because it's kind Mom, of Mum, you said to do the fucking chips, actually. No, I was ta- like, maybe we making... should do a, a truffled celeriac. Would that no, have suited you better? tagliata, which is an, an Italian. Mm. So it's basically steak, but you chop it. Tagliata means cut, ah, I yes. think. We do that now. And, okay, yeah. so, and you do it kind of in the pan and then you put garlic and rosemary and lemon juice. Mm. And you chop it and you pour all the juices on the top. Sounds I think you'll warm. like it. Sounds so warm. Jesse said, well, I'll do mashed potato. I said, you No, I doing? didn't say mashed potato. You said celeriac. celeriac truffled celeriac, because I wanted to make an effort. And mum's, and then my friend Nick I does these ch- chips that are amazing. So he gave me the recipe. I was like, fucking chips. So I've got these cypress potatoes. Ooh. And I tried them out yesterday on my daughter and they didn't work. So, I mean, how much can oh, it chips? Oh, it sounds lovely. Anyway, they're fucking chips and I'm Which really sorry. And it's a green salad. Sounds fucking lovely. And then I've done, and then I've done a really come dime with me... Um, Pudding. <laughs> what have you got? Thanks to Al. Sorry, we were like I was fretting about what to make. It's a rhubarb fool, and I'm going to crumble oh. a bit of ginger snap on the top. I'm cringing as I speak, and Just I've tried two different ones. Piss 
off, Mum. Machine's a design icon. No, I am a rhubarb fool. That's exactly what I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am cringing, but I hope it tastes nice. How about this for foodie? Come on. I've been a couple of times to a place in um, Chelsea called the London Cheese Cellar or something, the London Cheese Company. Yeah, and he has a place upstairs, and he does these do he does these cheese nights, cheese well, Love and cheese. wine Love and cheese. and actually ale as well. I've got cheese, and he put, cheese. he he puts like massive loads of different sort of flavors of cheese on the plate, and he does like a chat about each cheese <gasps> and where it came from you. and That's everything. Love that, oh, mate! It's absolutely brilliant and it's a could you give and you have different present. wines with the cheese you have to yeah you, it gives you the different <gasps> wines with give, the different have to cheese give that as a present i think yeah i'd love that next week for someone i cannot recommend it highly enough there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Right, Mum. It should have been slightly longer. It looks fab. I, the, you, the, the reason it was that we're going to have really rare meat is because the fire alarm was going off every mm. second. So <laughs> I hope you like rare meat, uh, Roisin. Because, oh, I love it a bit bloody um, and that me. And if not, we can just have another oh, bottle of wine. Is, oh, sorry. Is, uh, Roisin's now not only uh, has fed my daughter, she's now feeding my son a bottle. So, yeah, we've really, really <laughs> put you, you to work. Breastfeeding yeah, yes. Do you want to breastfeed him oh, too? I am feeling twinges. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him off you so you can help yourself too. Oh, Pardon me, I'll get some. I might steal this child. I really might. Do you prefer slightly better done than... No, no, I like it raw. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, baby, it I like it raw. should have been a bit longer, darling. I like it raw. What, what would be your desert island meal? If you're going on a desert island for six months, <clears throat> they let you choose what you'd like to eat before you went. Oh, God, I mean... Uh... I've had some fancy meals in my day, um, and and they don't stay with me. It's the oh, kind really? of home cooked stuff so, that so really stays with me. It would be probably my mother's cooking. Mm-hmm. It would be, I tell you, because a couple of things have made me cry before. Actually, oh. the one meal that really made me cry was I, I was going out with a very posh guy at one time, super posh. His mother was like gentry and and what have you. And he knew all these like country people, you know, Wilkshire and all this type of places. And um, we used to go up to these country places and we went to see some friends and they had a farm, a fabulous house. Yeah. And then she pulled the potato out of the ground and she put it, cleaned it off and she put it straight into the aga. Yeah. Left it there for I don't know how long, long time. And she had her own homemade chilli and she put that on top of the potato. The potato made me cry. Why? And Why I'm Irish. Like I was crying tears pipe. Because it was delicious. It was unbelievable. Like straight out of the alga. Straight out of the ground, into the alga. Straight into my gob. The best baked potato you've ever had. It was the best potato. And this is an Irish person. Mm. I've had some potatoes. I'm actually feeling up even thinking about it. <laughs> starting to cry. <laughs> oh, oh, my mate. It was. 
That's like you, Something Jess. unnaturally beautiful. I completely understand. I mean, I, I would love to have experienced the agar baked potato from the ground, but I love the baked potato. I mean, potatoes. So I you're mean, a potato. I know I'm a paddy and everything. It's not because I'm a paddy, but it is the greatest meat. It's the greatest food of all time. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't say these were the best chips I've I ever eaten. I could have done them. Yeah, I'm fine. They're all Whatever. Right. They're Moorish. They're fine. They're good. They're it's it's the Cypress potato, he says, is very important. I think sweet. maybe the oven thing with the chip is not. So you're a fryer. A chip is fried. Do you fry chips? Have you got a, have you got a fryer at your no, house? No, we haven't. But we have like, I think we do it in a wok. With what oil? Sunflower? Some vegetable? More? I don't know what, what he uses. You <laughs> so you don't cook? No. At all? Eggs. Come on then. Give Jesus. me your... Jesus. She's... Eggs, I'm eggs an egg woman. Be... Okay, so um, oh, how do you like I your eggs? An egg. I mean, me too. I mean, really. Egg, chips. egg is the best. I give eggs to the children almost every morning. Yeah. And porridge. Nah. I eggs. cook the porridge and I cook the eggs. Eggs and porridge. So they have a start Sometimes to Sometimes Rhoda asks for the egg after the porridge, yeah. Fair enough. Porridge doesn't fill me up. We had this yeah, chat with, with Nigella. She has poached eggs in the morning, every morning. And I'm, I said, I'm not a porridge person. It, 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 it doesn't fill me up after an hour. It's supposed gone. to be slow release. Bullshit. I'm starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Hang starving. On a I'm not having this. It is slow release. I think I get more full up on an egg. egg. The egg, the energy you get from an egg is Fabulous. unbelievable. We were brought up with boiled eggs. I had a boiled egg every, every morning. single morning of my life. Okay, so your egg of choice is a boiled egg. Yeah, Not I mean, poached. it's a classic. No, I love the boiled egg. How I many love minutes? That yeah, how many minutes? minutes? Three. Three once it starts Three boiling. Three once it starts yeah, boiling. Yeah, absolutely. Three from I'm the boil. I'm with you there, Rishi. Three from the boil. And not in... a digital three. No, no, no. Never on the digital clock. Always look at the clock because you want to just be able to have a little bit of give anyway. either side, you know. So, on, do you put it in when it's cold? Would you... Okay. No, boiling. No, put it into cold and then let the boil come up and then go from the boil three minutes. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I had this conversation at 30th, Sarah. There Jackson. is no conversation. There's no, no conversation to have. No. That's exactly how you cook there a boiled egg. That's, that's how I... You I, cannot... If you put it into the boiling water, the, the egg cracks. That's, that's what it I always final. do. I'm an idiot. I love scrambled eggs too. I love to make scrambled eggs. Me too. Eggs. Do you like them wet or dry? Wet. I like them wet. Me too. Um, and I, I, I like the way my partner has shown me to do them with the bits of um, cheese triangles in them. That's nice. Ooh, we tried wow. that. Wow, soft cheese. Yeah, That's you just what, like, like break it up. Just break it up like dairy day or what a laughing cow uh, we do in our house. Yeah. The other thing I learned about scrambled eggs was um, if you melt a knob of butter. Yeah. And whip it into the scrambled eggs. That makes it, it, them ten times nicer. Yeah. Oh, before because I was before just you cook them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love more. eggs. I did a video where I was more or less kind of making love to an egg. Really? Mm. What's the song? Exploitation. Exploitation. Are you actually joking? No. You've got a song called Exploitation. Yeah. Exploitation or eggs? Ex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what album's this on? It's off of Hairless Toys. Okay, so quite recent. Mm -hmm. I did like a skit on a thing that Faye Dunaway did, like an advertisement she did for a Japanese, I think it was a Japanese um, store, like a, you know, like a Debenhams or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that it's like some crazy artist made this advert. And she's just sat in a, in a black room and she's got a boiled egg and she studies the boiled egg. She looks at the boiled egg, she's there at a the table. Then she breaks it and then she starts to peel the egg. 
in front of you and then she starts to eat it and she does it all in the most delicately wonderful way yeah i'm not delicate how were you were you delicate in i your... was pretty delicate considering I've i'm not delicate at all that's it's a proud hysterical. moment that did you direct this one yeah so you're inspired by everything oh mostly God. boiled eggs but yeah if it doesn't <laughs> That's all I'm looking for is inspiration yeah. all my life. That's all I want. I just want to find that. I mean, I find it everywhere. I find it just looking at buildings half built or fellas going around in their construction gear or everywhere, everywhere. It's just, that's what I mean. It's like, it's just beside you. What's brilliant is just there waiting to be seen and understood and, you know, ripped off. <laughs> it's just there. I mean... I learnt about, basically, Robin brought over out a video. Mm. And apparently there was a tweet by you referred to the fact that potentially she had ripped off I was your video. For a job. <laughs> I was like, if you want me to, like, do your video, I'll do it. Like, it'd be, be, be better than this because it wouldn't be trying to be like my video. Because I, I love Robin and I don't know whether you know no, much about... I think about... she's fantastic. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you have been quite a pioneer for a lot of women, including myself, um, like inspiration to uh, women in, in... This cuts it down to not... It's not just dance. Electronic you know, Electronic music. music, but strong visual and... Um, Modern type. Yeah, and, right. like, there's a futuristic... Like, futurism about you. And, like, I mean, I loved the robots and, you know, all the kind of overpower... It was... It felt otherworldly and it felt so exciting. And yeah, there was this tweet that Kate went out. That's not at all a diss of Robin. It's more like, you know, there really are... We live in a world now where everything is a reference. And yeah. I'm just as bad at that as anybody else, obviously. I, like to ref I really like to is reference anything things. Original I love anything. the fact that we can... No, no, never, actually. Maybe occasionally, maybe occasionally there is this, like, thing that's... And that's through history that's like, wow, mm -hmm. you know, how did you come up with that? MC but then squared, people, yeah. you know, but MC then people will, that's original thought. People yeah. will imitate that, won't they? Because even because they love it. I think, I think there's, 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 there's imitating with like a good In sense. And then there's, then there's just like walking into a place, say people making videos or whatever and pictures being on the wall behind them of other people of something that came out a month ago you know and that's different i'm yeah. sorry but so that's it... that's really kind of that's cynical yeah so was it a... that's nothing to do with yeah. her because she's obviously not someone who's as involved as i am in these things whatever. it was a director it's Somebody a, else it's, was... a, it's a more of a kind of a just a, thinking about the way things are these days and you know i've got another really good friend um who directed a film recently called northern soul she's called elaine constantine i didn't see it but it sounded amazing it's fantastic and she directed a video for me years ago familiar feeling and she's got all these stories to tell about people that she's become in contact with that are people who she knew actually from the this northern soul scene who were called in after they did this video for me. This is not me saying it's my idea or anything. This was Elaine's thing. And Elaine's world that she grew up in, that she lived through, that she's passionate, passionate, passionate about. Mm -hmm. Like, it's her blood. Mm -hmm. yeah. And all these dancers and things that were worked on my video and, and so on, 
they've been called in for these other projects then after this and they would have like Elaine's pictures all behind you know and the thing is is that there's a difference between the artist also who 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 say the creative or the artist that will be like that and will say I was really influenced by X, Y, or Z. You've I love X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I love X, Y, or Z. I yeah. really appreciate I mean, you know, it's fantastic. And then there are other people who deliberately, and it's true, and it's sad, but it's true, and I'm not one of them, never, right? If I'm influenced by something, you you're all going to hear yeah. about yeah. it, yeah? But there are people who absolutely deliberately don't say it. Don't ever mention the name of the thing that they... Lifted did that Robin, they lifted. Did Robin apologize? No, it's not about her apologizing. No, but did she say anything? No, she didn't say anything. She didn't. As See, far I think as I, I know. would have said something. I think what I was kind of at, wondering is maybe you could throw a video on my way because I'm starting to direct for other people. I could direct something for you. Oh, I'll that, call you Roisin. That <laughs> is original, you know, that's not like just completely a new mm, idea. Mm. So, yeah. No, I, I completely. Because it's all, for me, because I'm the type of person that's always looking for something that's going to, you know, I live a life where I'm just genuinely always looking for the inspiration for the for the thing. I don't even know what I'm going to make. I don't know what I'm going to do, whether it'll be a video for someone or be a piece of music or whatever the hell it's going to be, or a pair of glasses or whatever I'm going to make. I'm always, my eyes are just super open and my ears are really open and that's that's how I am. Listen, I apologise. This is so come dime with me. I want to oh, cry. Oh, I love it. No, it's really it's come dime with me. I don't poo. know if you can get inspiration poo? up it's from this um, for... Rebarb. I can't Re- speak now. Mate, it's the wine. Look, I'm not a pudding person. Mum was working all day. I feel like you've been given the short I'm going to be honest, straw. this is not... <laughs> it's, 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 you're eating it, though. Yeah, I did anything. Oh, okay. Well, well, you know what? Uh, and that is why I leave desserts to mum. Listen, I'm blaming Alice. She told me to do it. It is come dine with me. You don't have to eat it's all of it. It's very come dine with me, isn't don't, it? Don't. I want to cry. But maybe that's kind of retro now. No. You're not finding inspiration. You're not going to do a video of you with a rhubarb form. How do you like it? Look. I quite like it because I yeah. love cream. No, but look. It is. It's not beautiful. It's not visually aesthetic. I'm really sorry, and I I'm quite, blaming my like nine-week-old son. I do, yeah, normally. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just finish your glass of wine. My mad as a lovely Piss off, Roshi. No. <laughs> Look, you're eating it. You're fucking eating it. So there I you really go. I really like it. It's so sorry. It's so it's not great. You should have done the. It's thing. a bit babyish, isn't it? A little bit baby sort yeah. of food. <laughs> yeah, like. His first weaning food. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to the child, you might show. I said to you. <laughs> I said to you I'd do a pudding. Mum, you said that you couldn't because you were working. I could have done it this listen, morning. Listen, I've got some cheese for you if you prefer that. No, but I like this. Okay. I, I think you're being harsh. <laughs> it's I nice, think this but is it's all like right. you could have it for breakfast or something. It's not versatile like the egg, Roisin. Mm. <laughs> I think the problem is it doesn't it have enough have texture. It could Crunch, you know. I yeah. can, I'll, give you, I'll give you another stem ginger biscuit now. <laughs> if I can redeem myself, please. Um, no, I, um, I'm not a pudding person. I only know how to stew through. Okay, all right, okay. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Do you cook every evening? Yeah, somebody cooks every evening in the house. Not, not me, you. no. 
But you prefer home-cooked meals than going out? I love going out. I love going to restaurants. Another restaurant that I really like is called Asaji in in, uh, Notting Hill. And it's a really old-fashioned, family-run Italian restaurant. You can't see it from the ground. You have to go up some steps. Sounds great. Upstairs. And they do great things like livers and sort of all sorts of very kind of classic Italian um, family food. You know, I I really like St. John here as well Mm. at the side. I like that the the food that uses all the different bits of the animal and doesn't have feel like massive wastage and So are you gonna order the offal? Yeah. 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 The only thing I, I, I will eat absolutely anything. Apart from my fucking fool. The yeah, only thing on. apart from your fucking fool. <laughs> the only thing that I have not eaten that it's a good story actually. I was in Paris one day and uh, went to this fancy restaurant. So I said this is a sausage, right? To the waiter. And he said, yes, it's, a, it's andoulette, it's a, it's a speciality. I said, um, okay, I'll have that. He says, are you sure you really want that? I started laughing at him and said, I will eat anything. We just bring it, just bring it to me like now. And he's chuckling away at me, laughing away at me. I'm thinking, you can laugh all you like, but I'll eat anything. Nobody's ever stopped me eating anything And it's ever. a fucking sausage. Right. So you're thinking. So bring it on. So out he comes. He's laughing when he comes out with the fucking sausages <laughs> big lovely big you know your ideal sausage size <laughs> basically big one <laughs> and i looked down it looks fabulous so get my knife and fork out chop it in half slight smell of sewage somehow i don't oh know God. i think okay that's fine it's probably just french i'll eat anything so put it up in my mouth it's really smells of <laughs> shit right <laughs> Start chewing it, and I really start feeling sick because it it actually is like eating shit. It actually is. Why? Let me tell you, when you cut into this particular andouillette sausage, (laughs) it's not sausage meat inside. What is it? Shit. It's more folds, more folds of innards, innards. So it's just folds. So it's where the shit has passed through. It's all the pipes. (laughs) Oh, shit. Like jammed into another pipe. Why the fuck do they serve it? Why would you anyone want to they eat it? They like it. Shit, it's not it. I, said this, I said this to my partner, and he's Italian, he's northern Italian, not too far from France, and he said, yeah, can be quite nice, this, this smell of shit. What? I was like, are you out of your tiny <laughs> trick mind? <laughs> anyway, I said, I started to go green, grey, and I really tried because I did. You made, finish it I'd like made, the bush, bush I'd tucker trial. I made a big deal. I'd made a big. I eat everything, and the man was laughing at me. I didn't want to laugh at me. He comes back over. I'm completely green, green, like well, light green, yeah, mint green. That's the colour of my face. And the man comes over and he goes, "You don't like it, do you?" <laughs> He's laughing. I'm going, "No, no, actually, I, don't, I just don't like it. Please take it away." He took it away and he gave me another dish for free because he found it also very, very, very Would funny. Would you eat snails? Yes. Shall eat anything, even shit? Well, I tried to yeah, eat shit. you tried to eat I shit. I did try my best. <laughs> I really tried and I think he really responded to that, the old Parisian um, guy. Do you think you've got good table manners? Not brilliant because yeah. Sebi has got exceptionally good table manners. He comes from posh sort of Milanese people, so he's really well brought up that way. So I get pointed, things get pointed like out. What like, has been pointed out to you? 
um, you know, elbows on the table. No, I don't mind. And while you're eating, it's not good. And, you know, farting at the table. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> Are you strict with your children? He's strict about those sorts of things. I'm not very strict because I don't even notice. I don't notice them. That's so I can't be strict about things I don't notice, honestly. So they fart away at the table. And I'm like, You're very Enjoying strict. your dinner. Am I? I'm strict, though. I am strict. I, In uh, the way that you're saying she is, I think she's I probably strict. Please and thank yous. You like that? I like no, Please and thank yous. Please and yous. You're, you're quite strict. I'm quite strict, too. We ask every person. What their Uber rating is? I don't know. How do you oh find it out? Oh my god, Let's this is the best when you Come don't on. know. Do you because think you're going to have a good? It is, it's be I high. deserve more. Whatever it is, okay. right? Well, but I happen to not you. have I any I don't know. Idea. She's going to be high or not? How do you do it? I'm going to show you. Your little, I'm like, on Uber Eats there. Oof. <laughs> Tell you what, I've started spending so much money oh, on mate, deliveries of food. Right. Four point three nine. That's not high. That's, that's not high, Roisin. What's low? What is, what's the Five maximum? I mean, the you maximum. could be potentially the lowest. You and Russell Tovey. Do you know the actor Russell Tovey? Give it over. What's he, four, and it's because he rides with his dog. And the maximum you can get is five. Yeah. Yeah. This is the story of my life. Why. It really is the story of my life, this. Are you a backseat driver? No, I'm a Marmite person. You know what I mean? You either, like, get it or you don't. Do you chat to the cabbies? I would say I do, yeah. Perhaps that's what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> One last question that I've got. You make brilliant electronic music, like music for the clubs. It's, it kind of transcends beyond the clubs, but, like, do you still have the energy for the clubs? Like, Occasionally I do, Yeah, I'm afraid to say. Yeah. Uh, recently I went to... I performed at Bergheim. Oh, that's the dream. Oh, at the Panorama no. Bar. I did a panorama bar, yeah. Was it lovely? That, in oh, Berlin. mate. Have you been in the actual club? All, uh, no, I've been too scared that I would be put, um, turned away. No, well, this is it. You see, what was nice is if you sing there, you don't get turned I know, away, obviously. I, 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 I once had it booked and then we got a bigger capacity, so then I, we didn't do it. So it was great. But, like, I really want to do the panorama oh, bar. Oh, listen. That's it, like right that, passage You know when there's well. always things with hype, isn't there? There's all th- things that get hyped. But to me personally, it's the best club in the world. It was great music. Incredible. It was like the whole way set up. You know, it's awful to get turned away and everything from the door and what have you. But what happens is, is that the door, the door policy is not what the normal door policy is in, say, these places, super clubs in Ibiza and so on, where it's like if you're very rich, you definitely get in. Mm. Yeah. It's the opposite of Bergheim. It's like Studio 54. It's like if you come down, rock up like that. No, because Studio 54 was actually about rich, famous people as well. Okay. Okay. It's more like like, um, other clubs in New York at that time. Okay. Paradise Garage. Yeah, Paradise Garage or something like that. Where it's strict to maintain a certain feeling inside the club and the feeling inside the club is anything goes at all anything at all but you don't need to let anything go either you you can be whatever you want to be you don't upset people who like want to do crazy stuff and you don't even have to see them because they go into these other rooms and so on to do crazy stuff sounds weird you don't have to really really brilliant and it's just a place where you're safe to be totally free Sounds completely Berlin. It's very Berlin. It's ult- yeah. ultimately the most Berlin thing, you know. It's, it's really fabulous. Cabaret. 
It's I'm really not coming. <laughs> no, you're not coming to that. It's very much that, yeah. And the gig was amazing. And the gig was what great. What time I mean, did you play at? I think about eight o'clock. In the morning? On Sunday evening. Oh, okay. That sounds nice. Oh, it was fabulous. Yeah, I just wanted to know that because, yeah. I can occasionally, but not like I used to, no. I mean, there are things that I will go to. Like, I might go and see Harvey play in oh, Ministry of Sound. So You've got sort of a great DJ allowed to play all night fun, yeah. on does. brilliant sound system. I've, I've seen Harvey in artwork go back to back at, like, Pikes and Ibiza, and it's just really good fun. Yeah, he's amazing. Things like that I go to. I feel like I want to go out on a night out with you, Roshi. I don't on, let's think do I'd it. be able to keep up. No, you would, you would. We get, we get drugs. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mother. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Even though I will never make rhubarb fall again, you have helped me look after my child this uh, this evening and you've been the best guest and I love how transparent you've been and just it's it's just the best to meet you in real life when i love your music so much and i love everything that you do and the fact that you're actually you're a riot as well thank you so much for doing this i'm not going to be able to get home am i because there's nobody going to pick me up (laughs) i'm in trouble think about that i don't know what to think Charlie. <laughs> how do you beat your mate with a rolling pin <laughs> oh, i'm not italian <laughs> fuck it out the, um, the whirlwind that is roisin murphy wow. just entered dolston and then left left <laughs> yeah mic drop I rinsed like, my rhubarb yep yeah. thought that was a bit slightly uh, hard thanks for sticking i did up say to, to no, her i appreciate <laughs> I thought she was going to give you a score. <laughs> um, no, I, you know what? I, I've loved her for so long. The fact that we, I managed to have a conversation and asked anything and made her feed my child. It's quite surreal, to be honest. So, um, and I'm, I'm not going to stop thinking about the fact that my rhubarb falls, she basically... Rinse. No, rinse beyond. And I mean, she said, this is awful. <laughs> No one, no, none no. of our guests. Have you got good table manners, no, Roshi? <laughs> this is awful. And that she won't says, be in no. the book. She says, I don't think much of this. <laughs> Didn't she? It was funny, though. Well, she was fabulous. But she was movie star fabulous, darling. I feel like I've been on a night out with Roshin, so I don't know if I can face a night night out with her. Out, out. Out, out with Roshin. No. She'll have you in those Berlin clubs doing stuff in the off rooms. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what do they do in the other rooms? Oh, mum, there's holes. No, I stuff. don't okay. even know about it. Thank you. <laughs> um, ropes. Um, thank you, Roisin Murphy, for fulfilling all my expectations, expectations yeah. and more, really, and being a real hoot. Thank you to Ginger Pig for supplying the delicious sirloin. That meat, honestly, was stunning. They never fail. They never fail. I'm exhausted and my husband's about to go away for a week-long retreat. I've got your back, darling. We're going to be fine. Thanks, girl. Thank you so much for listening to Table Manners. Five stars. Subliminal. Advertising. Mum, you can be subliminal if you try. (laughs) 
Okay, five stars, please. Thanks again, Mum, for staying with us for another series and threatening yet again to leave, but you are still here. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Thanks for sticking up for me tonight. Harsh. (laughs) Way harsh. Way harsh. (laughs) The music you've listened to on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. And Table Manners is edited by... The wonderful Alice Williams.